just had to say something before you won. There was a fantasy champ with a second pick. He was jolly as his league's new commish. He had white lightning and three stud RBs until one match brought him down to his knees. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like drafting AB, diagnosed with CTE, or starting guys who breaks his knee. And who would have thought Corey would be 0-3 and, and Mike would be undefeated. You go from Marlin to a guy who can text and Kyle decides to draft only one Patriot. And Evan's not an Owen and can actually win a game. And Johnny's awake and not sleeping, which is lame. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? We have an Asian who actually eats meat and a witty who decides not to cheat. Steven's still high, but now he is a gay. And Wayne still sucks, and Sean is good. Oh, fuck, I messed that one up. Life's a funny way of sneaking up on you when you think he's okay, and everything's gonna be Life's a funny way of having you out when you must think everything's gonna be Hey, fucking welcome. This is the, the Clash. Dre, aren't you what? gonna? Aren't you gonna? Enter- Shut the fuck up, Wayne. <laughs> Easy there, buddy. No, fuck you. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Hostile. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? What's fucking wrong with me? What's fucking wrong with you? Fucking ask me. What's fucking wrong with me? I don't know. Maybe it's because the fact that Mike is zero three and I'm over here losing. <laughs> Felt like it was a fair question at the time. We, but, we no. were just wondering, man. <laughs> fucking hell! Hold on, let me drink my beer. I'm not fucking done. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide all them bitches. And then, and then to top it all off, to top it all off, you have Wayne, 
who can't even score 80 points, and he's two and fucking one. <laughs> two and one. It happens. That's, that's what's wrong. So I might be a little quiet, and uh, I'm going to let you guys take it away. I'm going to drink my Corona. Well, on that note, um, I think we'll uh, <laughs> roll into our Millennial Moment of the Week, Wayne. Um, yeah. We've been missing it the last uh, couple weeks because we hadn't really had anything that stood out. But then, uh, but, but then as fate would have it. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully Mr. this doesn't Gray. cause another meltdown. Yeah, I hope not. Um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I'm, uh, I think the uh, meltdown in Chernobyl was fucking less than that. <laughs> I would have to say um, Dre uh, preemptively telling Elliot that he was uh, putting his dick in the dirt and then immediately getting his dick uh, put in the dirt or uh, a dick put somewhere. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I would have to say that one uh, stands Ooh, out. Yeah, that could yeah, be moment of the uh, millennial moment of the season. The SEC, um. <laughs> no, I'm a Gamecock. We shut the fuck up. Was- yeah, I think that's uh, in the running for a season-long uh, millennial moment of the season award. Yeah, sure. I definitely think this year we're going to have to keep track of this, and we're going to, you know, we'll have a, a, a new one as it comes up. But um, we, should, we should have a, a pedestal of uh, what is our number one, and see what uh, what holds out as the the worst millennial moment of the week. And so far, uh, my money's on that one. <laughs> Clever, clever. Um, well, with with that out of the way, and it uh, sounds like Dre uh, might have uh, taken his mind all and settled down a little bit. <laughs> My daughter, Jesus we're, Christ. We're going to go into uh, our next segment, which is uh, surprises um, through, through uh, the first three weeks. Hey, can I do one? Can I do one? Would you like to start us off, Dre? Yes. How the fuck is Mike Owen 3? <laughs> How the fuck is you Mike mean, Owen 3? You mean 3-0? and oh? Yeah. Sorry, I'm used to fucking habits. Yeah, 3-0. and oh. The guy drafted a quarterback round one, and, and he's Owen. He's 3-0. and Jesus. Yeah, I'm done. Next. <laughs> well, let's talk about that for a sec. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he drafted uh, Mahomes uh, first overall, which – Thus far is, you know, I mean, his uh, point average is unbelievable. Uh, he's the number one player in fantasy. Um, but, you know, some of his other guys, Todd Gurley, haven't uh, really performed that well thus far. That could end up being a little bit of a bust. But Amari Cooper has been uh, fantastic this year thus far. Um, you know, he's uh, – I think he's going to be uh, top – uh, three or five wide receiver easy this year. They've got such a good offensive line. Dak seems to have progressed, and uh, they're running the ball really well. Um, but uh, yeah, he's also gotten a fair bit of luck. Oh, dude, can't forget the Bears. Twenty-seven points from the Bears defense. That Bears him. defense. Jesus Christ! Probably his MVP player so far. You drafted him, uh, I think, in the eighth or ninth. First, first two weeks they combined for 14 points, and then yesterday they went off and won the week at 27. So, um, but certainly some question marks on the stretch run. I mean, Gordon's obviously 
that situation is not good by any means. I'm not sure he's really going to come back and, and uh, play to what he was last year. So he's kind of a little bit thin, I'd say, at wide receiver. But, um, but yeah, definitely a surprise this fall. I, I do. I, I rant aside, um, it's fun to see that, that Mike's 3-0 because I think he's also in disbelief. I don't think he predicted uh, – I mean, he predicted Mahomes, obviously. He predicted number one. But Amari Cooper, to see that guy not drop a ball – uh, and play the way he's doing. Um, I love the the uh, the Cole Beasley play. Who I was like, there's no way Cole Beasley is going to be a flex play, and sure enough. Um, and Bears, I think we'll see some. I, I would expect to see some regression, but if if in fact Mike, I mean you have Marvin Jones, decent flex play. But if you have if he does in fact get Melvin Gordon back, we might see. Well, we will see a playoff, but we might actually see Mike make it far in the actual playoffs. And how great would it be to see Mike Fasser win a trophy before his son? All I'm saying, <laughs> that would be fucking comical. And witty. That would be absolutely. That would be so appropriate. I, I actually, I'm actually hoping it happens now because I think that would just be hilarious to see like his dad be like, now, son. Remember who you're talking. You have to call me champion, Evan. Do you have to go to do your room? No, you call me champion, son. Like I think that would be just hilarious. I, I like too how Witty and Elliot were talking about how they had uh, Mike had quality wins over them when neither one of them scored over like 115 points, <laughs> and then Mike goes on the group chat and puts their dick in the dirt and uh, <laughs> shames them. Um, that was tremendous. I, I feel like we've really missed that uh, old man shit talk for the last several years in the league. So I'm glad that uh, Mike now has an avenue um, to, uh, <laughs> to to roast people. Uh, and the qu- direct quote was, I want to thank everyone so far for putting up lame, lame lineups against me. I have second worst points scored. But look at that! I'm three and zero. Oh. <laughs> I could love it. So, what do you guys? Who are you guys taking in the uh, the Fassler show off this week? Oh, we'll get to that, Wayne. We'll get oh, to okay. that. All right, I'm what's jumping that? in here. What's uh, what's your surprise uh, thus far? <laughs> well, I feel I feel I feel like I have to address some uh, saltiness in the in the group chat, and you know the obvious uh, phenomenon that's occurred in terms of myself being the lowest scoring, uh, you know, team thus far in the league, but you know, yet boasting a record of two and one, and I get it, you know. I mean, fantasy football is not always fair, but you know, I I can't help but be pleased with you know a winning record when you know crisis has hit my team and you know i've been able to win uh, a couple games i think at the end of the day who who you should really be upset at here is the people i beat so give shit to evan and and steven for their teams not being able to outscore mine but i will admit i would have never expected to be the lowest scoring team or whoever would have been the lowest scoring team to be two and one after three weeks. So now not to get you excited, Wayne, but there was a year that you didn't have the best performing team and you snuck into playoffs and people were laughing. Oh, he's going to lose. And you didn't lose. And uh, you walked away as a champion. 
So maybe this is a sign. Could this be another trophy coming your way? Just I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I, you know, as a seasoned veteran in this league, I know not to, you know, get overexcited after three weeks, but I do know that by the time playoffs come around, I'd like to have a winning record and hopefully a team clicking on all cylinders. So it's it's trending that way, even though, you know, my team's not, you know, exactly putting up the best points, but I think there's room for potential and who knows? I might be uh be looking to make some moves here pretty soon. So this is what I find we'll crazy. See, we'll see what happens. Is you could have James Conner, five point seven points. A player like Stephen Diggs, three points. Godwin for this week, only five point five. Like yeah. you have three people who've been in this, three players in this league that up just now, like doing nothing. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, there's some really key players on my team that have been, you know underperforming to this point and i don't think that's gonna last no, so no. In, in a way i think it's a good thing because i think they're getting some of these bad games out of the way early not to say that they won't have any more but i think you know they're gonna have better games more often than not throughout throughout the end of the season yeah and I just, it's just interesting to see players like that that we used to look to and go you know i want them and now look at them now <laughs> So I think right. the, uh, <clears throat> my biggest surprise of the season this far is is uh, is is a couple actually. Number one, Lamar Jackson's play thus far. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, I really didn't expect that. Um, you know, I uh, he, he was effective last year, and, but he's made a huge leap in terms of you know throwing the ball. I think the one thing that limits him is that team is not really meant to be like a run and shoot offense, like. Uh, like Kansas City is, um, <clears throat> but I think certainly moving forward, I think he's got the potential to be a huge threat um, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, fantasy moving forward as they get him uh, some some pieces to kind of fit his skill set as long as he doesn't get injured. And uh, and on that note, I I, uh, I would say that I'm uh, a little bit surprised about the lack of injuries for some of the injury prone guys, Leonard Fournette. Still hasn't uh, mm-hmm. torn an ACL. Uh, Dalvin Cook hasn't torn a hamstring or ACL yet, which is which is surprising to me. Um, you know, and uh, and the fact that uh, uh, Corey zero and three, I really didn't see that. Looking at his team, I thought he had a, a <clears throat> decent team, and I think um, those running backs underperforming a little bit have kind of hurt him, and he's had some close games. So that was, uh, I'd say, another surprise for me as well. I hate when we talk injuries on this podcast because I just get, you know, shivers down like my my back just thinking like I'm honestly guys, I'm convinced this voodoo shit's real. Like I'm not even joking anymore. Like it was a joke. Like every time there's something or somebody makes fun of, you know, somebody like me and A B, something bad happens. Um and so it's it's to me it's getting fucking weird. And the fact that Sean just mentions it already makes me think what's going to happen this coming weekend. I'll probably lose Mark Ingram. That's probably what's going to happen. I'll lose another running back. Did, did, so. you, did you give the dick in the dirt comment and then Saquon got injured? Yeah, it was probably 30 minutes later. Oh, wow. Um, and then, no, it, it began before Saquon. It was the first uh, actually great run by Chris Carson. He breaks off for about 15 yards. And then as he's going down, uh, like an idiot tries to stop his fall with his hand 
Um, and the guy just punches the ball out of his out of his out of his grasp. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, how does this guy go for a thousand plus last year? Being you know, everyone's hyping him up to you know only three fumbles last year to already reaching that number uh, in the first three games. It's in his head. It's in his yeah, head. It's mental. It really and I guarantee you that um, that he has another one in the first couple games. They're gonna sit his ass because as good as he is running the ball. The difference between him and Rashad Penny isn't enough to justify those turnovers. I disagree. I'm not saying they won't. Well, bench that's him. a good question. I, I, I won't bench him. I mean, they won't. They will bench him. But I'm not saying. I think they're, the difference is actually. I mean, he's a thousand. He's a thousand yard running back. Yeah, but if he's going to fumble the ball constantly and give points to the other team, just having somebody. That doesn't fumble the ball is valuable. I mean, yeah. Well, they just won't run it. They'll just give it to Wilson to do what he does best. Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys a little story about a a player <laughs> called the Law Firm, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Right, <laughs> pretty unremarkable NFL career, but the one unmistakable thing about that man never fumbled the ball ever. Made a career. Wow. That means, like, you know, he pretty much was solid every year that you knew he wasn't going to turn the ball over. And that's huge for teams. And he had a good career out of it and, um, you know, played a lot for somebody that wasn't necessarily a dynamic running back. And there's no way Seattle's not going to look at that situation if he keeps fumbling and going, we're better off just putting Rashad Penny in because we know he's not going to give the fucking ball up. Well, it won't be Penny. Penny went went with the injury. Be process. Oh, um, oh CJ! Yeah, CJ can yeah. catch the damn ball. Yeah, it'll be like a, a different, just completely different run game. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go handcuff Chris Carson. Um, no, no CJ Prosize for you. No, no CJ Prosize. I don't need any more running backs. Um, <clears throat> but I will play it against you, Sean, this week. I'm going to play Chris Carson one more time. Ooh. It's against Arizona. Okay. I'm gonna take that leap of faith, and well, yeah, we'll, he probably he probably will fumble, but I'm gonna take the leap of faith anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well, and and uh, you know, in just a sec. But I want to segue now into um, a little outlook, bottom seven outlook, and uh, the significance of that is the teams that have a losing record thus far. So that would be Dre at six. Um, is that Steven backup plan at seven? No, that's Kyle. That's Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, for God's sakes, if people could just put a fucking name on one of these things, that would be great sometimes. I was a little insulted that Johnny the other day said, who is St. Miller? Like, How fucking dare you, Johnny? He was, a, he was asleep. <laughs> he was asleep during St. Miller's 99-yard uh, touchdown run. Right. <laughs> Son of a My bitch. My favorite part about Kyle is he goes, my name's Backup Plan, and my team name, Backup Plan. Like he didn't even attempt to make it two different things. <laughs> yeah, it's just the same it's a backup plan for his first name. Although I shouldn't really say anything because my uh, name is Saint Miller, and I don't have even anything. But it's pretty. That was part of the the culture of last year. I mean, we made True a about it. It Fair was enough. pretty. I mean, the only people that shouldn't know would be would be Elliot and and, and Ryan, Ryan, who we don't even talk to. So Ryan really doesn't have an Android phone. So. <laughs> Yeah. Which one of them doesn't have uh, an iPhone? Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Get a fucking Marlin. iPhone. Bro. I miss Marlon. 
Bring Marlon back. <laughs> Tell you hey, what. We'll have to get him on for a guest appearance. Some Hell some yeah. You know what? I'm going to request Marlon for our first guest appearance, and then we can break down with Marlon what's been going on. I think that would be tremendous. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Uh, next up at eight would be Evan, uh, Witty at nine, Ryan at ten, um, Galladay Cookoff. Is that Steven? That's Steven. There we go. All right. Oh, guys. Corey at 12. Are you guys surprised? The men that hate each other the most, most Witty and Evan, yes. both have the same amount of points for 371. Although uh, Witty's had a little bit more of a rough go with 440 scored against <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to uh, Evans 384, which is still respectable. Um, yeah, it's not solo. You know, no doubt. But um, yeah, when he has the most, yeah, four. So <clears throat> of these, uh, of these bottom seven teams, you included Dre. Um, who do we think has the the best long term outlook for the season? Best long term outlook. You want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don't be bashful. If you want to call I, your number, you go on, son. Go ahead, man. You're a champion. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm actually going to say that my team, yes, I've <laughs> lost Saquon. I'm actually under the impression that Saquon's going to hit the IR. Um, he's seeking a second opinion on the on the ankle injury, and he's actually seeking it from a doctor who is actually a surgeon who did surgeries on Derek Jeter. Uh, I think it was Derek Jeter. It was one of the New York Yankees. Um, uh, and se several other famous athletes. Um, so my guess is probably he was told he needs surgery and now he's going to another surgeon to ask, do I need in fact surgery? So I have a feeling he's going to hit the IR. If that's the case, I, I mean, I just didn't want to treat him anyway. But being that uh, what it is, um, with Mark Ingram as my RB1, um, I have a feeling I could trade maybe a wide receiver and get myself a, a, a decent RB2, and I would still be okay in terms of competing uh, going forward. You know, looking at this, um, shit, I might have to agree with you. Um, <clears throat> I certainly think Evan's team, you know, he has a lot of firepower, but some of those guys haven't really performed, you know, like a Jarvis Landry, um, Calvin Ridley's kind of hit or miss, Will Fuller. Hasn't done a tremendous amount. Um, Chris Thompson played really well yesterday, but a lot of that was in, uh, was in garbage time. But he's got you know Matt Breida and, and you know Tyreek. So um, I, I'd certainly say you and Evan are, are kind of uh, you know neck and neck a little bit you know up there, and then I'd probably put Witty somewhere in that mix as well. Let me um, let me re rephrase too. I'm not saying I'm the best out of the the bottom. Uh the bottom group but you asked who has the most upside i mean if i lose my rb1 second second pick in the league i would say my upside still pretty is still pretty good based off the, the team that i have it's not bad it's not bad and i i did really find it funny as i really enjoyed evan just absolutely fucking burning you to a crisp yeah uh, i, I want to be honest about that too my phone was in fact dead um i am not the type like witty <laughs> Actually, and Evan, too. Evan has dodged the chat uh, when he had a loss last year. Um, he did, in fact, put down his phone. My phone was, in fact, dead. Um, yes. So I, I usually am pretty, uh, you know, if I, if I take a loss, I will stay around for the burn. 
Fair enough. And 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 as much as I and like I said, enjoyed him burning you to a crisp. Um, it was good. At the end of the day, you still are in front of him in the standings. <laughs> <laughs> By two positions. By two positions, yes. You've scored, you know, quite a few points, but your boy Saquon is uh is down and out. <clears throat> and I think uh, Mr. Power Rankings would probably agree with us. He still had you pretty high up there on the old yeah. power rankings. Yeah, he did. So it's uh, hard to, to disagree right now with that run game in Baltimore. I mean, they're just they're killing it. Yeah. Well, I think too, if Gallman has any sort of success whatsoever, I think that you could be okay because I think Mark Ingram could turn out to be extremely valuable for probably where you got him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could kind of help balance that out. Um, yeah. You know, and then if, as long as you can keep it kind of close and, and Saquon does come back, then, you know, you'd probably be okay. Yeah, so, exactly. Hit that tail end. Yeah. How about you, Wayne? What's uh, what's what's your outlook on the uh, on the bottom seven here? Yeah, I mean, I will say that I feel like for the most part, um, everyone in that bottom six does have some, you know, upside potential with their team. They've been extremely unlucky at times. Jesus but Jesus Christ, Wayne, Wayne, this is not politics. Pick a fucking <laughs> player. You always do this. Excuse me, I did not interrupt you, Dre. No, you're, no, but you're, Sean, you're on Sean, some other back, shit today. Sean, you just need to back me up here. Wayne, can I finish my can I finish my thought first? No, you can't, because I'm gonna Christ. hold you accountable. This is this is so so as I was saying, I think <laughs> I think the upsides uh spread pretty well under this bottom six, but if I had to pick one, I'm actually to go with Witty's team. Uh, I think he has uh, some pretty some pretty great great players, honestly, like to be to put it simply. And I, I love uh, Odell, even though I, I think Baker's been underperforming so far. I think they're gonna, you know, develop some more chemistry. And I think at the end of the day, you know, he's gonna have a much better quarterback than Eli throwing to him this season. So I think Odell's gonna have a great season. Uh, I like Josh Jacobs, uh, even though I think, you know, sometimes the game flow is going to go against him. But, you know, all in all, I, I, I see Witty's team kind of, you know, surging mid to late season and shaking things up. Yeah, I think, um, you know, like I said, I, I think all the, the kind of the three guys right there are all pretty close in terms of, you know, upside. I'd say for Witty's team, he's got to hope that that <clears throat> spread offense or the air raid offense that they're running in Arizona continues to open things up for, for David Johnson. I mean, he really didn't do shit in that game. He got a, you know, they extended the play and he got that uh, passing touchdown. Um, but I mean, that was not something that was, you know, he wasn't really pounding and going at it for a team that wasn't you 37 know, yards. Yeah. I mean, not great. Um, and, and with Odell, but he's got, I mean, but he's got AB on his bench. What about that? He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> yes, he um, still has AB. As long as AP doesn't cream pie anybody <laughs> now and then. Um, and Odell, I think, um, you know, if they could protect Mayfield whatsoever, I think that Odell's going to have a field day out there. But from what I remember, they traded one of their best offensive linemen for. Um, I think it was a linebacker, somebody on the defense. And a lot of people were concerned about that because he was their, I believe their best lineman. I forget who it was. 
and um, they traded him away, and now they've really struggled. And you can see he's athletic, but he's not athletic enough to do what like a Mahomes or um, a Jackson's doing, running away from the pressure like that. So they need better play up there. And if he does, I think he's going to really um, you know take off up there and and uh, put up quite a few points. Or uh, or or Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the best thing the best thing he could do is just put Cam Newton on the damn waiver. I mean, he has been so bad, <laughs> and and uh, I think their backup actually, to me, if it was me and this guy keeps playing well, I would actually keep Cam Newton on the damn bench and get rid of him because you could save so much money on that. But I don't think they'll they'll have the balls to uh, to pull that trigger. But you know, we'll see. True. Uh, so let's uh, let's finish off here with the old uh, next week's uh, matchups. Um, we've got some uh, some good ones uh, coming up here. Um, let's see. Uh, I would like to discuss ours first, Sean. Uh, well, well, why don't you go ahead and fire? And, uh, and this is not this is not an Elliot move, Corey move when you admit defeat and you know talk about the excuses of why your team's not going to perform. This is just straight facts. I don't know what's going to happen with Carson. I don't know what's going to happen with with Gallman. Uh, I have a feeling that Gallman's just going to be one of those days where he'll he's going to be a flex play, like you said. He'll either be really strong or they're just going to have Daniel Jones just throw the ball, um, depending on the opponent. Um, this is my week to test things out and take risks. So, like I said, I'm going to start Carson. Um, but I think your team has the the just upside right now with with Dallas. Uh, Dallas has just looked unbelievable. Um, they've had some, not the best of opponents, but still, Dak's been great. Zeke, I can't even, I wish I would have drafted Zeke now. Um, but <laughs> I'm going in this with the expectation that I'll be ending this game uh, with a 1-3 and three record. Um, but I still want last place. Uh, Dak has been obviously a tremendous surprise, and he wasn't the first quarterback that I drafted, um, and he's progressed very well and been a bit of a surprise for me as well. But I think the big key there is offensive line play. I mean, last year, Elliott played really well and, and uh, still kind of, you know, played up to his standard, but he did so with a, a, a really banged up offensive line, which that affects Prescott. And he didn't have a lot of time with Cooper. He didn't have a number one receiver. And, and now they've kind of got both those pieces fixed and they look tremendous. And it certainly helps um, you know, I've had some favorable matchups as well, but you know, we'll see. I, I had a lot of guys go off last week, and you know, you rarely rarely see that kind of going. You know, back you to back. Joe, you have Joe Mixon in Pittsburgh. It's like yeah. ten. I mean, if I was going to win, it would be because you forgot to pick a new tight end. And you left Vance McDonald in your tight end spot, which I doubt that's going to happen. He's he's still there for now. You know, I was, <laughs> I was uh, gonna, you know. Evan, uh, you know, gave me that great advice, and then he just forgot that he shared it with everybody in the league. I'll go for old Bandit. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll see. I got I got to replace uh, replace that spot, but you never know. I mean, goddamn, if Emmanuel Sanders didn't uh, finally shit the bed, um, Mohamed Sanu has been a, a nice little uh, player thus far and kind of getting me exactly what I needed. Somebody that's going to score maybe six or seven or more points, and you know, not one or two until my boy AJ Green comes out, but. Um, you know, we'll see. I think it's it's by far it's by no means a uh, you know a done deal. 
in terms of that, but I am uh, optimistic to uh, don't that. forget Kiki. Oh, and Kiki. Yeah. Kiki. What Picked a up Kiki. Evan, you know, loves him some Kiki. I've got him on my roster. Kiki doesn't even get a ball thrown to him. So I know Evan thinks he's great, but how nice can Kiki be if he uh, can't even get one in his direction? Obviously, not <laughs> nice enough. Um, so the next one would be uh, would be Wayne and Ryan. Um, do you want to discuss this one, Wayne, or do you want us to uh, tee this one up? <laughs> um, I'll let you guys go ahead and tee that up, and I'll I'll finish off with a quick comment, I guess. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, well, if you can put up over 70 points, Wayne, you might actually win this one. <clears throat> okay, Dre. <laughs> Dre's still a little you bit salty. I'm so salty. Um, could have been better than that. Yeah. Ryan is, uh, is a little bit banged up here. Um, you know, and Kittle's on a bye. San Francisco's, uh, you know, is on a bye, so he loses Robbie Gold. As well, he's got the Buccaneers going against the Rams, uh, and he's got uh, Williams out, and uh, potentially Casey Alshon Jeffrey was named out. Um, so he doesn't have a lot of, you know, uh, options there. I'd say, you know, thus far, um, you know, he's going to have to make some moves there on the uh, on the waiver wire. So I'm going to give this one a solid uh, putting Wayne in in, in the. Uh, yeah here from from what I've seen. What do you think, Dre? I it's Ryan. I don't think Wayne has anything to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Uh, he's, got, he's got Randall Cobb as Cobb is his wide receiver three. <clears throat> I mean Yeah. All right. Well why don't we uh, move on to the next one who we got here? Johnny and Witty. Is that who that is? Such a close matchup. Tom Brady in Buffalo. Their defense is better. I don't care. Patriots offense has been amazing. I'm just looking. I'm gonna call uh, I'm gonna call Johnny on this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, you've got some okay. tough matchups there on uh you know Witty's uh <clears throat> Silky Johnson going up to well, Seattle. Or no, the problem, with, down. the problem with Witty's Silky. team is his wide receivers, although talented, is like you don't know what wide receiver is going to pop off uh, for LA. You don't know what wide receiver is going to pop off for Watkins. And then Cleveland, same thing. You don't know if you're going to get the 22 point Odell Beckham or the 5 point Odell Beckham. Yeah. Um, I, he should I have an increase for uh, Jacobs just because he should be back from illness and feeling good. They weren't actually running the ball anyway because they were so far behind last week. But uh, I'm just, I don't know. I'm like in the. Uh, like, I agree with you. I had a long conversation with uh, Ryan about Sammy Watkins and that, you know, he had all of last year pretty much or, or had a lot of time last year to really perform in that offense when nobody had tape on Mahomes and he was just catching fire and still kind of underperformed. I mean, I know he was a top pick years ago, but really hasn't lived up to that billing. And, and it just was evident this last week where, you know, they throw the deep ball and go to these guys. And, and um, you know, right now he's kind of getting the, the you know, the better corner guys and, and, you know, they're throwing to the other dude. So maybe Watkins can kind of step up once, 
um, Tyreek comes back, but you know he's just a super hit and miss dude. And the same thing with uh, Robert Woods. I mean, yeah. he hasn't scored more than twelve points this well, season. It's been, it's been Cooks and, and Cup this year. That's what it's been. My boy, White Legend. All right, Wayne. Yeah, zero and three versus uh, backup plan. That is Kyle Sean. Uh, Wayne, yes. what do you think? Backup plan against uh, his friend, oh, Mr. Court. Yeah, you've got, you know, uh, he's got, you know, Allen, who, again, this is the Patriots. It's a little bit of a dangerous play. Nick Chubb has, has looked really well. <laughs> Eckler has been fantastic. Edelman's got that uh, injury. He should be okay. Tyler Lockett finally really picked up. Uh, John Ross is another one that's like a real hit and miss uh, dude. He hasn't scored more than 10 points. Um, this year and, and uh, Travis Kelsey has been you know okay um, thus far so um, and Bell on bye week yes the Bell cow on the bye week that Charger defense going against Miami though that might be a surprise surge for backup plan there could be what do you think Wayne who, who comes out on top on this one you know, it's a tough one. I mean, I would love to say that uh, Corey could be primed for his first win of the season, but you know, at the end of the day, I think the edge here is on uh, Kyle's side. I like a lot of these matchups he has, specifically with the Chargers <laughs> going against Miami with Eckler and their defense, and uh, you know, Tyler Lockett has just been better and better every week. It seems so, and I think Josh Allen can. You know, even though that's probably a blowout against New England, still put up a high score line. So, I I, I got to say I like Kyle in this one. Is uh, is Corey? If Corey goes zero and four, is he done? Is his season over? Or no. do you guys think that he can come back? No, I'm no, gonna say gonna no. Be, this is gonna be a race for that last last playoff spot, and it's gonna be designated Ooh. by points. Okay. Because if if Evan loses next week, he's he's one and three. If I if I lose one and three, Corey's just one win away from being tied. You know, from, from yeah. either of us. I think it's going to be one of those situations where it's going to be a nail biter, and someone's going to get knocked out based off of a, a points a points. Yeah, game. I mean, Witty Witty last year really made that surge after he made some questionable trades. Um, but we won't get we won't rehash that here. Well, um, we've addressed that. We've addressed yeah. that. And there's a system in place to prevent that as commissioners. Yes. So don't ask, ask and answered. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think you're probably right. I I still think you know, yeah, he's been a little bit unlucky with some of those injuries, and and uh, but I think potentially even if he does go zero and four, he could kind of come back, and I think that last spot could be a bit of a scrap. Um, <clears throat> the next matchup is the uh, Fassler Bowl. Evan versus I'm, I'm going to leave this up to you and Wayne. I want to. I want uh, your unbiased opinion on this. Go ahead and lead us off, Wayne. Well, we got a got ourselves a good old faster classic here. Um, I mean, this is a tough one. Obviously, uh, you know Evan's team uh, probably coming off a little bit of a, a bit of a low point. Um, especially with the whole A-B situation. And Mike has obviously been surpassing expectations thus far, especially with the risky kind of draft uh, draft strategy there. But it's paying off for him. And 
I don't know. I think I think I'll always with uh, Alvin Kamara in your lineup, uh, you've you've got potential to put up some huge points. But I'm not. I'm just not too convinced with Evans' receiving core this week. Um, I'm gonna have to give Daddy Fassler the edge here. Oh, I, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you. I mean, not by uh, much, but I think uh, we're all on the same page. That <clears throat> I think Mahomes um, has been lights out. I think Kyler Murray, you know, he's gonna play against Seattle. Um, I think uh, that's gonna be a tough matchup for him. I think Todd Gurley might uh, finally break out. Um, you've got Tampa Bay uh, traveling all the way across the country, um, which traditionally those teams don't do very well going from East Coast to West Coast and vice versa. And then you've got Amari Cooper going against um, New Orleans, who have been uh, pretty bad in the secondary. Um, but we'll see. You know, he, uh, you know, he's got the Cole Beasley um, and, uh, and Marquise Brown. Um, who he picked up in the old plug and play after he scored third and uh, hasn't really lived up to the billing after that. So, but I I think it's probably going to be Mike, I would, I would say. So, um, that leads us to our, this is the matchup of the week right here, Elliot and, and, uh, right here. I think this is going to be that one match that it's going to go back and forth. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, it's it's uh, pretty split down the middle. You've got Philip Rivers going against uh, Miami, which, as we've noted, that that's always a good thing. Dalvin Cook playing against the Bears, not a good thing. And did you just talk about injuries too, Sean? Yes. Oh, this could be the this could be the one. Yes, I did. Um, Devontae Freeman is really underwhelmed thus far this season. Um, and uh, same thing with Devontae Adams. He's not really been been great, but he's playing against uh, um, you know Philly, who hasn't hasn't been great. You know, um, Tyler Boyd could find some joy against uh, you know Pittsburgh. Galladay, um, I think he's done uh, he's done okay. He had a rough rough game against Philly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, Olsen in. Uh, in Elliott's lineup, you know, Matt Ryan, McCaffrey has just been a beast. Um, his boy, uh, Chark Attack, this guy has been Chark. on fire. <laughs> you know, he's the uh, eighth overall receiver in PPR <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, big game Mike Evans, who scored 11 points in the first two games and then exploded for 43. Um, you just never know with that guy. He could go on in witness protection. Um, and, uh, you know, running a, a very uh, uh, seldom used two tight end attack. He's got Greg Olson in the flex. Um, with we, I, I don't think we're going to see that this week. I don't think the lineup's going to be set. Okay. I think that might change. Yeah. We'll see. So um, I, I'm going to say. Shit, I, I think I'm going to give it to uh, to Steven. I think but honestly, uh, I can't say. I've just go on, pick one. I'm going to agree. I think Dalvin Cook is not going to be a hundred yarder, but if he can get himself a touchdown and thirty to forty yards, that's going to go to Steven. Okay, how about you, Wade? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. Uh, <clears throat> I think at the end of the day where where this match is separated is I don't think Mike Evans has, you know, another big week, obviously. And I think really Christian McCaffrey is really, really the only hope for, uh, for Elliot this week. Not to say that no one else can step up, but I like uh, I like a lot of the matchups Stevens has, and I think specifically I think Kenny or uh, Galladay could have a uh, a really big week this week and a potential shootout with KC. So um, I have to also agree that I I think Steven comes out on top here. What are the chances that Steven gets a lead after the first round of games and plays <laughs> that he's put Elliot's dick in the dirt? <laughs> oh man! Saying probably not very. They're good. probably not that bad. <laughs> Stephen's actually been a little quiet. Stephen's, I think, been a busy man lately. So I'd like to see him kind of get back into the chat. Yes, yes, he's been uh, he's been very quiet. Um, you know, we always uh, appreciate uh, participation in the uh, in the group chat that doesn't involve um, Evan. And uh, witty having a pillow fight, uh, um, <laughs> or eighth place, you know. Um, so I think that uh, I think that wraps us up for this week, Dre. Would you like to send us off here? No, <laughs> yes, <laughs> thanks for joining us on the clash. I appreciate you guys stepping it up this week with my, my frustrations. I'll be back, I'm not done, just uh, had a little rough voodoo outing. And uh, I wish you guys both good luck. I wish you guys an injury uh, weekend and uh, take care.